What's up, guys? Today is Wednesday, March 2nd. Um, wasn't supposed to do that. Baseball is dead. Maybe we're going to start with office talk, move on to beer of the week, like always, go to sports, locks of the week. We're going to start, though, with Nikki Q. Bro. Because he has some anxiety. I I am medically diagnosed with anxiety. <laughs> Um, <laughs> traveling is one of my biggest issues with that. And you want to know what pisses me off? I have a, a flight tomorrow. I'm going to Florida. I'm there a lot. And uh, takes off, takeoff is at 6 a.m. Shout out to Eli for driving to the airport at like 4.20 a.m. What, <laughs> what a time. <laughs> literally, literally when we're leaving. Um, so I'm leaving tomorrow at, at the ass crack of dawn. And I get an email that says my f- return flight is canceled. Solid. Cancel. Why would dude. you want to come home? Turn it up. I don't. But here's the thing. Direct flights out of the airport here in Allentown to almost anywhere is non-existent. Where are you so, going? Uh, Fort Lauderdale. <sighs> Loudy. Love Loud, that Loudy Dale. Yeah. So I had to spend three hours trying to find a new fucking flight. Um, I was supposed to come back Sunday. Real quick trip. Doing a couple work items. Hanging out with a friend of mine down there. And now I have to, like, stretch it there. They have to rearrange their schedule, the whole nine. And I just think that's fucked up, dude. I bought a round-trip ticket, and they canceled half of the flight. So why don't you call them and try to get, like, some bread? I'm, this oh, man Eli would oh, be no. on the horn, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I gotta, we got better seats at the John Mayer concert because he wasn't playing fucking games. Yeah, dude. I, won't play with me. I got a full <laughs> refund already. But how are you going to cancel the second half of a round-trip ticket it doesn't make sense and now i'm over here like i leave in 12 fucking hours and here i am yeah you know what you could try uh if you can get a flight to myrtle myrtle flights they go spirit goes allentown they're pretty cheap you can get like a flight from myrtle to allentown for like 60 but you probably can't carry your bags but just leave them at your parents you know whatever yeah who knows would you guys ever travel full-time for a job like monday through friday you're in the air somewhere I need cash, bro. Like, I need to make... Well, yeah, they're going to compensate you for it. If I, if I was doing that, I think I would do it, like, short term. Like, I would go into it, like, I'll do this for, like, a year, like, eat it. If they're giving me, like, enough money that's worth it, like, travel nurses kind of do. Like, they take the L yeah. for a little bit and stack but, the bread up and then the, go back to norm. But travel nurses, like, they stay somewhere for a couple months at a time. If you're doing Monday through Friday traveling, dude... Ugh. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking plus, about Monday through Friday, you're in a new city, like, every week. Or, or just or, or in different cities every week. Too much. That's I, a, lot. I, I need, a lot. I need a quarter mil a year. Quarter mil? God damn. Bottom, oh, bottom fucking line, dude. What? <laughs> All right, what, come on. All what right, do you relax. Need, what do you need yeah. me for that I need to be traveling Every single week. Know, there's All so right. many jobs. Seeing the world is cool, though. You know what I mean? Yo, so, like, traveling see, across the country would be dope. Yeah, but all that time away yeah. kind of sucks. I mean, if you're, like, a single person, though, and, like, yeah. you don't have, you know what I mean? You have a small family. You hate your family. It's dope. <laughs> you're living life. You know what I mean? So like, either you're a single person or you hate your family. Yeah, you get to there's taste no the flavors between. of the country, dude. You know what I mean? Go around, drink all the beers that all the different pockets of the universe has to offer. It ain't the worst. I, I liked know. when I got to go to Canada. That was dope. I'm a homebody, so I gotta, I gotta get paid for that. Each his you own. Know what I mean? Each his own. Yeah. Understandable. It's a personal thing. So, do you guys, uh, for people that you know aren't working or are still working from home, uh, offices are kind of opening back up. I know mine is soon. 
would you want to go back to the office or are you completely like, I'm only working from home from now on? Well, I haven't um, been, a, I, I'm not able to work from home at all anymore. So I'm just so, know, but if you were, I'm just so, I'm just saying, if like, I was, answer the question, Nick. God honestly, no, I'd rather be in the office. I'm way too environmentally charged. So yeah, if I'm that. in like a work setting, I'm there to work. If I'm at home, I'm there to be home. You know what I mean? Give me hybrid because, like, I need days to do laundry. Like, here's how I look <laughs> at it. Like, if I can do, like, my laundry, like, you know, run the dishes, like, do those things, like, during my work hours, like, that's not detracting my ability to do my job. It's no different than me going Facts. to the bathroom at work. Like, Facts. give me a day or two a week where I can work from home, kind of keep my stuff together. That way I can really enjoy my off time without, like, the stress of having to go do extra stuff. I'm going to be a better employee. Well, for me, it's, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It would be sick to have the perfect role for me would be Monday and Friday work from home, especially during football season. Oh, yeah. So you get a little toasty on Sundays, not have to worry about going to the office on Mondays and then skipping out early on Fridays Facts. to golf. Sheesh. Facts, that dude. sounds like the perfect schedule to me. I'll tell you, the thing I miss most about working from home is like, I could just pull up to the driving <laughs> range and grind for a little bit and just be like, word, we're out here with the eight iron today. And now it's, you know, I'm, I work every day. But I, I will say this my separation between home and work is way better. Cause like, I feel like when you're working from home sometimes, like, especially full time. Yeah. Life can turn into a prison when you're just getting fucked through a computer that's not even real. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're just like getting stressed over what? So, um, I mean, I miss it, but I'm not mad. Um, I just think everything that's happened over the last two years is completely bonkers. And, you know, we live in a simulation. Um, a metaverse. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. It, it's common. Yeah, you're going to own nothing. But let me say this. I can promise you this. Karma's real. So remember I was telling you guys about the story about that old head I've been beefing with, and he almost <laughs> knocked me off the ladder and broke my nugget open? I wish he did, honestly, because I just found out he drove a Mercedes-Benz. So if this guy knocked me off the ladder and I broke something, I would have taken his children, his wife, his car, his house, and probably his life, too, because he would have had a heart attack after he lost all his shit. But God prevails, dude. So we are resetting a bunch of stuff at work and grinding, grinding, grinding. He's mad, walking through, can't get through because we have our stuff on. The, I'm like, dude, this guy just loves like to be an asshole. Well, same same day, a truck of drywall is coming around in the parking lot and hits a light, and the light falls down and smashes the fuck out of his windshield and the hood of his Mercedes. And that's that day that he was beefing with me, like it was another day. Now he's being a dickhead to me again. And I said to him, I was like, yo, I think there's a reason God had that light fall in your car because you're such a dickhead to everybody. Dude, oh. this guy froze up. I thought for sure he was about to go to the other side. He did not think I was going to say that to him. But if you have an enemy out there. And they're and they're just being mean to you for no reason. Enemy Under, at the office. Understand that their time's coming. Because I seen it. I seen the good word, yo. I'm I telling love you. That. I love that. Okay, who's got some good sales rejection reasons? Yo, I had one last week, dude. Let's hear it. So, um, <laughs> had some people on vacation. So I was selling some cars, man. Used car salesman, scumbag. Lightning McQueen, right? Nikki yeah. Q ripping cigs, White selling cars. Tires. Um, this guy, uh, we, we put on like a cheaper unit and, uh, 
you know, everyone wants to jump at it because it's cheap. They're always the biggest complainers at the end of the day, too. But this guy comes in after, like, two or three people who are looking at the same fucking unit in the same day, which is kind of unheard of. He goes, he does a test drive, he comes back. I'm like, so, what you think, right? Oh, I love it, it's super great, like, it's just exactly what I need, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, like, you want to sit down and talk, talk about some numbers? He goes, yeah, but um, I'm not going to take it. I was like, why? He goes, I'm too fat for it. Oh, <laughs> turn it up. That was the response, dude. Oh, God. I'm too unhealthy as a human being. I eat triple Big Macs in my spare time, <laughs> and I can't fit. Did you hand him a salad? <laughs> the, dude, I literally just, like, I started cracking up, and I had to walk away, and I was like, have, have a good day, dude. <laughs> and I just went in the fucking back and just <laughs> fucking lost my shit, dude. Can you imagine not being, being able to buy some extra fat? That's wild. That's like, uh, you guys watch F is for Family. The guy gets, uh, oh, you got to watch Bill Burr show. I think Bill Burr is like one of the funniest people Mm -hmm. alive. But um, one of the characters, like he breaks his car door basically and he can't get out because he's too fat. He's like stuck because the the steering wheel is like on his gut and he can't shimmy out. Yeah, it's hysterical. Oh my God. I had, so I had a guy, one time I was going through a sales process with my former company and towards the end, he just ghosted me. I thought everything was going well. It was that typical, you know, you think you have it, slam, you know, slam dunk, home run kind of thing. And all of a sudden he emails me this, hasn't called me in weeks, emails me, I have lost the company's budget on new software at the casino. <laughs> That's and our kind like, of guy, dude. I was like... Get him on the pod. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, if you're right? listening right now... Like, let's win it back, please. Dude. Get Come on. on. Come on. Yeah, we got to hear about let that me kind know of for experience. Some you're wagering you. your company's finances? Christ. So, I mean, it was probably an excuse, but just to get that email, like in my company laptop, reading those words, I was shocked. Uh-huh. I was a little shook. Um, Okay, so we got... Best way to spend a Friday. John Mayer. Boom. Right Eli there. Eli had a Mayer yeah, concert. In your face. Who, who would have thought? In you your face. Out-of-body experience, dude. Yo, all right. So real he quick. He you? Oh, yeah. Honestly, I've it. never been more lit in my life, dude. Like those guitar solos, dude. I might have ejaculated in my pants like 20 times. Dude, <laughs> and it was awesome because like I got to be like a cool Karen. Like I don't know if you spell it like that, but like... They messed up, bro. I buy like four tickets on stuff. I don't think there's ever been a cool Karen. No, no, hear me <laughs> out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Cool Karen, bro. You ready hear for me out. If you want to paint it that way, Yo, let's we hear won. It. We won. Hear here. me out. I bought Karen's four t- always win. <laughs> he won. Here's- I bought four tickets on StubHub, and they sent me two in two completely different rows, like three rows apart. So I spent the whole day at work because I great priorities. way to spend your day at work too. Priorities. By the way. I spent the whole day at work on the phone with StubHub, and eventually, long story short, they ended up upgrading us, but we were three sections closer. Like, the equivalent of moving from the baseline on one side of the basketball court, the other side's the stage, all the way to, like, just towards the corner of the three. Like, it was that significant. And we move up, bro. That opener, Alexander23, shout out him. I talked to him. I actually just talked to his drummer this past weekend. Super fucking dope, dude. Like, Tyler, Matt, like, get it done. Alexander23, get it done. Yeah, they kill it, too. Remember when they were going around? And, yo, so they're in... Alexander23 is introing everyone on his band. Like, because they're they're playing, like, one more song, they're going to close. So he's like, hey, here are all my friends. And each person that they, um, you know, the drummer, the guitar player, the bass, and him... When he was given their names, they all just played a little snippet of their favorite songs, dude. It was awesome. It was so fire, bro. Like, 
uh, I don't remember the name, the drummer, what he played, but I know the guitar player did Back in Black, dude, and it was just like so tough for like 30 seconds. You know what I mean? There's like, Burr. it was a great vibe. Burr. And That's then, you know, cool. of course, naturally, Mayor comes up. He does what he does, gives everybody in the stadium an out of body experience. And we could see his hands. Like yeah. from where you were, like, dude, you're we watching were... him solo. Usually, like, imagine you're sitting all the way in the back in the uprights. So you got to watch the screen. Like, and the, most of the time, they're putting the screen on their face for guitar players like Eli and our buddy Troy was there. We all play guitar, so like to be able to see their hands in person right there is like, dude, it's an out of like it's just wild to just watch them. It was be sick, wild and on the board was, all over the place. It was to the point where I was like watching them set up the gear and was like, yo, like he's on his way. Like there's this two rock, bro. There, oh, there's the dumbbell. Like while I was sick, and to that, Frank, I see your fingers been on the pin for quite some time. Pull there it. we go. I was gonna say, I'm sure you drank a lot of these. Oh, there, we did, dude. I had so many beers. Oh, <laughs> beers. Mm, Ash just and I like got this there early. One. We were drinking in the Xfinity Live, dude. We, they had the John Mayer uh, trivia. It was so fun. I would have fourth. I so won. what we got here is, I walked in, immediately saw this, and it has the what is this cereal called, guys? I'm blanking. Cinnamon, Cinnamon Toast, Toast Crunch. Crunch. There we go. Boom. It had that on the can, so I just said fuck it, and we're tasting it. So it's called Touch O Crunch by Artisanal Brew Works from Saratoga Springs, New York. It's a red ale with spices and natural flavors. It's not really my thing. I don't think it's that good, but concur. Now with more crunch, though. They got milk in this? <laughs> it, tastes it, do- like it. it does even. I mean, you could definitely taste the cinnamon part of it, but the red ale... Not really, not really it for me. Yeah, no, I'm way, it's way too cinnamon. This would be good, like, it's March 2nd. This would be good if it was, like, December 3rd and it was cold. Yeah, I I could see that. So, I'll start real quick. I'm going to go a 5.1. Okay. Nikki Q, you're up. Uh, Being a lactose intolerant. Oh, my God, (laughs) you would be. And a woke one. Lactate, bro. 4.4, 4.4, dude. It's, just a, it's a little too creamy for me. Um, It's got like a thickness to it almost. Yeah, it's 7.4% ABV, so it's... That's a lot. Ooh, thank you, Jared. Hefty. I missed that. Um, I swear it... Oh, it contains milk sugar. Yeah, there's some... There's <laughs> Goodbye, some, Nick. <laughs> there's some type of milk. I'm going to poop my pants in 30, yep. 35 minutes, so that's when we got to wrap up. I actually fixed the toilet this morning, so use the one upstairs. Perfect. Um... But yeah, no, no, I'll give it like a, like a five, I guess. Uh, um, I'm giving this a 2.8. I fucking hate this beer. I gotta be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, it's not good. Um, but the can's kind of cool. So the 2.8 points it gets is because whatever artists put their time in to make this can look cool. Good it, job, yo. I hate how much they hammer in the word crunch on the front of a drink. Yeah, and then, yeah, two crunches. Yeah, like even more touch, crunch, touch though. Touch-o crunch that, with even more crunch. That's what bothers <laughs> me. How can you add more crunch to a to a liquid? That's like when Tyler yelled at us the other morning on Sunday we were seasoning our Bloody Marys. He's like, I will never season a drink. <laughs> oh, man. Bro, that's gross. Okay. So you, you're telling me you ain't going to go to, like, OCMD, though, and get the shrimp and the crab and the bacon in there with the... Old bag. Nope. He, he don't know. Put a slider in my Bloody Mary and let's get on with this Sunday. Yeah. Okay, Jared. Story time. Yeah. Let's hear it. All right. So obviously we're going through a hard time drinking this beer. Um, and sometimes life turns into crunch time. Like for real, man. Like when you're pouring your heart and your soul into something. Zingers. And like you really you don't you don't have a chance to fail. Like it needs to be a win. 
Um, so I know it's been a rough couple of weeks for the three of you guys. Um, my heart's with you. And I know that a lot of people that are listening right now, um, life continuously seems to get harder. Um, so I'm going to share a story from my life of a time that shit was not going too well for me um, in hopes that it might inspire people just to hold on to something or believe in themselves and, you know, achieve that goal that they're looking for. Um, so six years ago, 2016 in December, I lost my grandfather and it was the first time I've ever, um, dealt with grief in my life. Like I've lost my dog and my great grandparents, but I didn't really understand death yet. And, uh, I really was through the ringer with my grandfather. Um, he was there every step of the way for me in my baseball career. Like he used to play catch with me all the time and take me to games and he never missed the game. Um, and the most valuable lesson I ever learned from him is that you can water down a thank you. And basically what that means is it's really nice to like say nice things to people, but don't do it all the time. Make it, make it valuable, right? Like don't inflate it because if you only, if you do it like once or twice out of the year, it's going to mean more to that person. Um, and this was a crazy spiritual connection I've never felt before in my life or, or have ever witnessed and it's honestly a sign to me that that God is real. So 2016, it's the week before finals. My grandfather died. I didn't know anything about it. I'm coming home from uh, working out with my boy Tom, one of my teammates. And my dad is standing there in the hallway with um, one of my good friends, Greg Martino, who's a family friend. And like eight of my teammates are in the hallway to help me pack up all my stuff and take it home because like I wasn't doing finals I got I just got a pass on all my finals and I went home just to you know funeral all this stuff and but like that moment right there it was I, I didn't know what to think I didn't feel anything but like I felt so much love for those guys like being there for me and and like understanding so I lived very frugally that winter like just training because um, like, you know, again, he was like huge sports influence in my life. And, and, um, like I just wanted to be better. So like I skipped out hanging out with friends. I think the only time I drank that whole winter was Christmas and uncle Joe's with Eli. We had a couple drinks. Um, but you know, got it, got it cheers up for Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So when this episode airs on this Friday is the six year anniversary of my first start in college and um, you guys probably don't know this. I only pitched one in the third innings in high school. I got to pitch in a conference playoff game, and I had two starts at the collegiate level. Only was good enough for 1.3 in high school, though. Um, so, like, I was grinding, man. I was running with Maddie, D1 runner. I had been working out with her. Like, I was lifting. I was getting in shape, you know, not drinking, doing everything right. And we're on spring break, and actually it was this day, six years ago, my best friend, Growing up, Tristan, we were neighbors, lived across the street. He came to see us play, hopefully in, in hopes to see me play in North Carolina. Um, but it was the day I found out that I was going to get my first college start. And he was, like, there to share that moment with me, um, which was, like, really cool. But the craziest part was is that my first college start was against my uncle's alma mater and he played basketball it was thousand point score and all my life man I've always like everyone in the family was like he was the high standard and it was a lot to to live up to but 
like going through all that grief and then like working towards something because that's all I had, right? Like the only way I can get through that issue was continuing to push towards my goal. And it was the best game I threw in my college career. I struck out six guys in three innings. So, and my uncle, it was his dad too. So he's going through it. And I just want to say to anyone out there that's having a hard time, or if you guys are going through something, if you have a goal or if you have a mission or an objective, just pour, like pour your grief into it, man, because you are going to see God work in the craziest way you've never seen him work before. And for me, it was that situation because it's like, how did, how did that happen? So bad. Did I want to go up to my coach and just ask for that start? You know what I mean? But like, what kind of teammate does that to be like, yo, can we do this? Cause this is for me. So I let it play out naturally. And I got exactly what I hoped for. And it was the best game I threw in my four years of college. I got the box score up right now. I can still see it. 3K is just to start the game. Dude, just pop, 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 pop. Do three innings, man. And like, it, it was wild, dude. And I, I've never seen anything like that because just because he knew I needed it. You know what I mean? He knew I needed that to like get me over the hump and get me through life. So I just want to encourage anyone, you know, we, I know we got listeners in Europe, so you guys are going through the ringer. Just keep pushing. Good things are on the other side, always. There is um, a lot of beauty in pain. There is. And uh, as long as you push through, you know, everyone in this room, sorry to go on a, a you know, downward note, but um, we've all dealt with a lot of loss in a very, very short amount of time and, you know, push through because... There's a plan, yeah. and it'll happen. As long as you stay consistent, you'll get there. Keep so, working. Thank you, Jared, for sharing that. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I know it. that was very heartfelt. You know what's going to help with that if you hit this 16-1 uh, to 1 college baseball future you got? I know you want to talk about. No doubt. Um, it's like 16 payouts for what you put in. And even before we get into that, though, like look at our – yeah, that's a good one. Quick math. Look at the pod, guys. I mean, we we started this 30 episodes ago with a with a dream and a, and a – in a bayou throwing a fish out and we have 10,000 listeners now. So, you know, to everyone that is listening, like seriously, keep doing it. And I think like what Frank just said, that message lines up with NC state because they got their chances to, to win the college world series ripped away from them because of COVID. Remember they had 16 guys out and they ran out all their freshmen during COVID the, the the NCAA was just like, hmm, you guys are going to be good and win a championship. We're going to not let you for no reason. We're not going to postpone the games. We're not going to make any accommodations. We are just going to take your hopes and dreams. Well, guess what? Now they are back. 16-1. to And I'm going to say this so, so people understand. The teams that win in Omaha, they hit doubles. They hit triples. They play timely defense. They smash the gaps. And they close the gaps. Baseball fans will understand. Love that. Tommy White right now. Tommy Tanks. Dude, this this guy only hits home runs to right center field and center field, which means he's a gap hitter because he's trying to push that right center field gap. Their pitching's there. This guy's, dude, he's 18 years old and he's got 10 home runs in nine games. Like what? This he, it, Google him. He looks like he's 45. Man, probably looks like a cold cut. Got a sick flow with the stash going. I mean, this it might be a square bet, but like, if you need a team to pull for, or a team that's been through the ringer, or a team that's coming to light, 
it's NC State plus 16 to 1 because they literally got everything they worked for ripped away from them for no reason and they're fucking back, dude. So see me late June when they're holding the NCAA Division One trophy in Omaha. Thank God for college baseball because, as I said earlier, MLB is presumably dead. Oh, Robert Manfraud? He hates baseball. That guy, the dude cheesing? Cheesing, right? Cheese. I hate that I'm guy. I'm an Italian, and that cheese made so me much. angry, bro. There was a reason he got booed when the Dodgers won the World Series. I mean, there was only like 3,000 people there, and you could still hear the boos. Dude, I wish I was there to boo him when he was born. Bro, yeah, I would I, throw a tomato at his ass. I don't think any fan likes him no, at tomato, all. Tomato, um, tomato. I mean, everyone's looking at it now as the greedy owners and Rob taking away baseball from the fans. I mean, they just suck. They can't really. They, how could you not just figure it out? Um, America's pastime, they had such a head start, and now it's going to be, you know, in in the rear view. I mean, baseball, like, they they really, the owners and Rob Manfred think baseball is so much more than it is, but they're going to not have a season, and baseball will seriously be forgotten by a lot of people, which is sad, and it sucks, but that's the truth. Yeah, and um, on top of that, Jeter. I love how Jeet's just dipped. He was like, you know what, yeah. dude? He does. He's a straight shooter. He doesn't play he, games. He peaced out. Um, <laughs> he, he was CEO of the Marlins, and he recently resigned. Um, so I looked up some statistics here. The Marlins compiled a record of two eighteen to three twenty seven over the four seasons with Jeter as the CEO. Um, their best year was during the COVID year, uh, where they finished in second place in the NL East and made the playoffs for the first time since '03. That's when they beat the Yankees in the World Series, dude. Fucking Hon- Josh Beckett, bro. Honestly, you kind of got to, you know, R2 pecked how Jeter just dipped the way he did. I mean, his headline got kind of swept under the rug. No one's going to remember that he left because baseball canceled and he's just done with it. I mean, why not if you're Jeter? Yeah, why well, have to right? deal with that? What, do you, like, what, yeah, what more do you have to work towards? You know what I mean? You're the you're a top 10 baseball player of all time. With a great dating lineup. Yeah, oh my God, dude, smoke show boy. Yeah, what Alba at shortstop, dude? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, so I. Oh my God, let's not even get into that. Yeah, so that sucks. <laughs> I will get into the Arnold Palmer Invitational yeah, at, at least Bay we got Golf. Golf's off and coming, baby, yeah, dude. They're gonna I, take over now. I Watch. feel like every the last. I feel like this whole season so far, there's been great Sundays every single time. I'll tell you what, I I played baseball for 18 years of my life, and I got to a point where I was playing men's league last year, and it was like I'd rather be golfing. Hell yeah! And, you got you got any golf bets going on, guy? Um, dude, this weekend is is interesting. Um, I always just think about Deshembo going over over the river, and then the fact that I could beat John Daly in on a hole because he shot an eighteen once on that same <laughs> hole. So it's like I just played safe and fucking don't go around the river. You can put it putt the rest of the yeah, way, and I'm Gucci. Yeah, facts. Um. But not much, man. Um, I only have three outrights. Think, think I'm gonna like mm, Sunjay probably. Maybe sprinkle a little on him. Adam Scott. If he can, if Adam Scott can putt, dude, look out. So, so I got him, Sunjay, and you know I got to ride Hideki. So those are the three. Usually I play five guys, but. Um, you know, inflation. So we're just going to run three this week. <laughs> yeah, my three outrights. I have a a, a couple of he- um, head-to-heads coming into the locks of the week. 
But my three outrights were Mark Leishman, 35 to 1, Sung J M, 29 to 1, and Lonto Griffin, 80 to 1. Um, and yeah, that's the uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. Pretty pumped for just another great weekend of golf and another beautiful course. Frank's got his Arnold Palmer hat on. I do. Shout out. Yeah, shout out the Invitational this weekend. Absolute sex icon over here. Yeah, there you go. Um, mm. Moving on to the State of the Union Poor Eli. of Eli's uh, LeBron James Lakers. All right, look. This is how it's going to go. We're going to talk about this. <laughs> We're going to talk about this. All right. The Lakers, uh, you would almost argue that they're playing a different sport. I mean, I don't even know what's going on. I see holes bigger than our economy right now when I watch them on defense. They can't get on the same page. Anthony Davis is a hair older than me, and he moves like he's 75 years old and just got hit by a car. LeBron James should not be the best physically built human being per like, dude, he's 37 years old. How are you 37 years old and you have the best physique on the team? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And, like, don't get me wrong. You know, we all love, like, oh, we got mellow. Like, you know, we're bringing it back. We're doing this. We're doing that. Look, look, at the end of the day, this team is 27 and 34. They're in ninth, ninth in the Western Conference. But never forget that we got LeBron James, right? And we always got to bring it back to LeBron James. Yeah, you roll your head, Ralph. I don't care. You're a Giants fan. Fix that O-line before you start coming at me. LeBron James said, until you bury me 12 feet under, I got a chance. He I did mean, also say keep that same energy at the beginning of the season. He did. And now they're 27 and 34. So but should hey, we look, keep that same energy 26 hey, and look, 35 hey, against the spread hey, in look, case anyone's look, counting. Look, 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 look. This is what we're going to talk about. This is what we're going to talk about right here. LeBron is the best basketball player of all time. Get all those other arguments out of my face. LeBron is the best basketball player of all time. LeBron is the only person, and I'm not even giving his team credit. I'm giving him credit. Well, Obviously, Kyrie helped. He put the team together. He's the only person. I'll give Kyrie, you know, the assist. Shout out my boy. He came and play at home. And <laughs> right. th- oh my three, God. One, 3 one and they came back against arguably the best team of all time. So if I can see him... Go 3-1 against the best team all time. Did they get blasted by the Nuggets? Yeah. Is watching them almost as painful as doing your taxes when you're losing money? Yeah. (laughs) Is it like painting a wall and then someone comes in and puts their hand on and you got to fix it? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's LeBron. And until that man is on paper, kicked out of the playoffs, he's still in it. And there's just no argument against that. You know what I think I see, though, when I look at the Lakers? Because, like— if you're a fan of sports and you see all the big names they're signing, like there's no on paper you're like, holy fuck, this is sick. Like Russ Westbrook, Mello, don't, LeBron, I, there's Davis. There's a reason I ain't bring him. But up. you know, what I'm, here's the thing though, is that those guys don't work well with LeBron. You gotta, you gotta have well, to I mean, trade no one works draft well with LeBron. Cap. Not true. <laughs> that's very true. They're, 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 Every team that's won a championship works well with LeBron because they play, they complement his playing there style. There are leaders and, and those, sheep, bro. Leaders and sheep. And, a, yeah, all... and he's a leader, and you have to be able to to understand as a as an owner, as a GM, and as a coach. What sheep are going to taste the best working under LeBron, and that's who you need on your team. Well, LeBron you, is the GM. Yeah, but you also have put to understand that team together himself as an owner and GM. Well, that's what happens as a GM when you let a player run the show. All right, <laughs> Pete Rose he is does the it. GM though. Pete Rose does it, and guess what? He gets banned from baseball. That's so not you better why, watch where he's going. That's not why Pete Rose got banned from baseball. But you he can was t- gambling on it. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, that's totally not my point. The you same can't let thing. these players wild out. That's not the you same. Put your foot down at some point. Bad take. Terrible take. At the end of the day, it's LeBron James. 
not the GOAT. Is he going to make the playoffs? Yes. Okay. I could see, you know what, I could actually see him uh, beating the Clippers in the play-in tournament. He's straight up going to jump everybody in the locker room if they don't. You guys want to know the best teams to fade right now in the NBA? Because I got a whole slew of numbers for you. Yeah, let's hit them. Hit them real quick. So the worst teams against the spread in the NBA. So if you just are degenerate like the four of us and you want to dump and win some money, the Nets, God, the Nets. (laughs) 24 and 38 and 1 ATS at home. That's a 38% cover rate. The Rockets 24 36 and 1 Wizards 24 35 and 12. Trailblazers 25 36 and 0. The Knicks, the Lakers are worse than the Knicks. The Knicks 26 and 35, actually they're tied. And then the Lakers 26 and 35. But uh the ATS plus minus percentage to the Knicks are minus 2.4. I don't even really understand that, but those are from Beeson. Shout out Mitch and Paul. Love when you guys bring that up. Had a screenshot that today when I was listening. Eli snoozing because he's mad. I am mad. But hey, if you want to bet on some hoops, just fade those teams. Just fade them because you're going to win. You know, you're going to fade well. LeBron when the playoffs come, then you don't understand basketball. Oh, we got to save that clip just in case. Yeah. Save it. They're going to make it on my gravestone. They're going to make the playoffs? Put it on my gravestone. Okay. Um, we have to talk about the most electrifying player in the NBA right now, John Morant. How sick has he Bro. been? Ever since he came out of Murray State, dude, oh when you would watch God. him play there, it was unbelievable. And, like, I was so excited to see him get to the NBA because, obviously, you knew he was special. That man glides on the court. He doesn't even dribble and run, dude. I swear to God, he glides on the court. He just looks like he is basketball. I love seeing mid-level D1 players come in and absolutely fucking splash at the pro. Like, CJ McCollum. You know what I mean? Like, these dudes that come in, never heard of them before. Yeah, and they're absolute recruited. legends. Like Hell, yeah. I mean, that dunk on, I, don't, I, I can't even pronounce this guy's name, Jacob Pelodi, Piotl, whatever. That's their boy. That dunk he had on him was, like, the s- sickest dunk I've ever seen. I mean, it was insane. And then in that same game, you have, um, who was it? Uh, Steve, what's no, Steve Adams, that full court pass where he just John Morant just kind of like he didn't even shoot the ball. He just kind of like Taps. it was like a volleyball like hit, tapped it and in at the buzzer. Like that was sick. That was the same game. But um, you guys remember Zion? It's kind of crazy, right? <laughs> it's crazy. No, it's the same because Sion's year at Duke that was that was must watch TV. They're com- they're comparing him to LeBron. That's the issue with with like the media. And obviously in anywhere, but we're talking sports. These people are so quick to crown motherfuckers that they're just done nothing at the pro level yet. It's like, yeah, all right, we see potential, but it's like, look at Bo Jackson. You know what I mean? Oh, everyone, he's totally different. But you know what I'm saying? Your shit can be ended by an injury so fast. Hell, look at Carson Wentz, dude. Everyone thought this guy was going to be awesome. Gets hurt. Nothing. Zion's been battling injuries, but... Did, I mean, absolute bust of a draft pick at this point. He's on that James Harden diet, bro. Well, the thing is, James Harden sheds the weight when he gets traded. They, Zion. They're also different, completely different playing styles as well. They just, they absolutely roasted him at Mardi Gras. Did you guys see the parade floats and everything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, someone's looking like a bowl of oatmeal. Yeah, just a, just a huge, huge person, like, eating all the fried food and sweets there could be. Um, moving on to our last thing of the week, though, how we always finish the show. 
locks of the week. Okay, so I'm two, four, and one. I finally got a push after like three straight losses. I mean, I'm over here giving out 60 to one winners, the biggest cash on our podcast so far, but I can't hit a lock of the week. I'm pulling a Jared though. The quest starts send it to 500 right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna read off everything. Pacers Magic over 232 bleh, 232 points. Tweeted that out already. Sung J M minus 150 over Keegan Bradley. Sung J M minus 165 over Sepp Straka. Love fading the guy who just won a tournament last weekend. Sung J M top 20 plus 120. Paul Casey minus 115 over Terrell Hatton. Boom. Those are all my locks. I love to see Let's when sweep. Frank's on a golfer. I like. I love to see that shit. <laughs> Get him, Frank. Get what, him. What about this last note you got here on an over? He already called it. Yeah, I you said, did that was the that? first thing I said. Dude, yeah. Nick's, dis- Nick's rapid, dyslexic. Rapid fire. Just bear with us. Pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. He's got eye issues. Okay, uh, last week or the week prior, I um, practiced abstinence, and I did very well. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but now I'm back at it. Um, I don't know if uh, other sports books really have stuff like this. I mainly use Barstool uh, just because I like their interface the most. But for round one, uh, I have Rory to beat Adam Scott uh, overall score. So that's minus 148. I'm going to take that. I'm 2-4 right now. And now that we're in March, oh my in God. the pocket, Italy versus North Macedonia oh, and Portugal shit. versus Turkey. Is it coming this Parlay. It's coming this month? Yeah, two weeks from now. Wow. Two, two and a half weeks from now. So no time. Dang, coming no. in. Hit that. That shit's been sitting in my fucking tickets for so a hole long, in your dude. Pocket. Do you know how many I times know. I've washed those pants? Right, wait, 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 wait. If that doesn't win, <laughs> what do we get to do, Nick? <laughs> I don't he know. He has to drink a whole beer of that beer we tasted earlier. Oh, my uh, God. Dude, I wouldn't wish that on Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, we just drank, like, one of the most disgusting fucking beers ever. Shout out to Ann. Anna? Or Ann. Anna? Figure uh, it out. Downstairs. She's fantastic. She gave us a free beer. And it was disgusting. Yeah. But no. Anyways. Terrible. Uh, yeah, so I'm coming at 6-1. and one, Hammering my last point. Hey. T- team LeBron. Hey. 5-0. and oh, hey. Undefeated. Hey. What's up? Hey. So, yeah, I got... Uh, so we're going to go a little more specific this time. We're 6-1. and one. We're going to take a little bit more of a stab, but... I'm going to take Covington over Masvidal by decision this weekend. Um, We got two big egos that are going to step in the octagon together. And we got two guys that kind of, you know, they got their fights under their belt that are kind of their marquee things. But they got some beef. They got some bad blood. I think they both got some strong chins. So, you know what? We're going to see Street Jesus versus Covington. And I don't see either of them going down, but I can see Covington outstriking Masvidal. So take Covington by decision. They're going to go the distance, however you want to bet it. Minus 115 if you go decision. Bro, I'm going to do everything that Eli says, just like when Jeff Bezos says I shouldn't leave during a tornado. Like, word. I'll die with you. I'll die with you, dog. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I got to dip into golf, man. You know Hideki Matsuyama is my fucking guy. You know what I'm saying? He got me 16-1 at Sony Open, and I think he's super live to win this week. And he plus 140 odds to finish in the top 20. Dude, I'm going to eat that like I eat. Lunch beers, dude. Like, come <laughs> on, you know. DJ hurt me last week, but that's all right, man. It, you know, majors ain't coming. And Nikki Q, I'm going to see your in pocket. I'm going to see your in pocket right now. Colin Morikawa, 12 to 1 to win the Masters. Fuck with me. He's the best iron player in the PGA. You'll see. 
Are you done? Oh, I thought you didn't want me to steal uh, steal your thing. With that, well, no, we WWE have one last thing. Fuck off, off, Jared. No, <laughs> that's the only thing that makes me feel important on this show. We got the you, artist of the week. If it makes you feel any better, yeah. the only person that DM me was and, my dad. And you were gonna cut <laughs> out Eli. All right. Don't no, I, was, I didn't say anything. You said it was like you were the or, one who cut it. You were like done. No, I was talking to Frank. Yeah, he was yeah. telling Typical you went like this. Me. Yeah, bro. Th- this is an A B conversation, so see yourself. See, see where oh! says the guy wearing the fucking hat that wants to get the punter involved you know, early. You know what though? I will have Nikki Q's back on this one because he looked at me, we made eye contact, and I knew what he was talking about because we do it every week. A fire ignited. You dude. guys are doing some weird shit. Yeah. All right, every week. We'll Giants up. fans, dude. Do you want to toss it to me or do you want me to just rip right into it? Go for it. Brother, <laughs> <laughs> just keep this in. It's too funny. You're not. Nikki <laughs> Q, what the fuck was that? Right. <laughs> Artist of the week by Eli. Yeah, man. Um, that was crazy. Uh, so yeah, um, it's not Mike Stud. It's Mike, just Mike. Um, his album The Highs. It ain't new, but I've listened to it a handful of times in a row. And uh, you you probably should do that too, but. The highs, Mike. Yo, what's up with you, Nick? Yo, he's so weird. <laughs> Mike Stone's pretty cool, too. He played baseball, <clears throat> dude. I'm not weird. You're uncomfortable. <laughs> Anyways, with that being said, boys, check us out at www.lunchbeerspodcast.com. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, follow Frankie so he can forget to put out bets over the weekend. <laughs> and um, We have a TikTok page with one video. Do we have a TikTok page? <laughs> yes. Justin Tucker hit a 66 yard field goal, motherfuckers. That was like me when Nancy Pelosi was at the State of Union. Alright, I'm drunk. I gotta I gotta I gotta flight at 4 a.m. So good luck. See you guys. Love you guys. Good luck on your bets.